So not too long ago, I held this workshop at WPPI where I gave my top 30 creative strategies to get photography clients as fast as possible without paid ads. And it killed it. It sold out. It was incredible. I've been sitting on it for a little while and I've decided to bring it back, to bring it back and to give it directly to you. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to pay anything either. I just want to help you grow your business each day for three days. I'm going to share with you 10 ultra unique creative ways to attract dream clients to your photography business without spending a bunch of money. I'm calling this thing the three day client blitz and it is pure gold for three days. I'm going to give you so many creative ideas to get clients in your business right now. Just go to sixfigurephotography.com forward slash blitz six S I X six figure your photography.com forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas hey you are listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley and rachel griman each week a new episode will air to help you grow your business by winning more bookings maximizing profits and breaking through your limiting beliefs today we're bringing home part four of four on our series on how to get clients fast uh over the last mercy what has it been well over the last four weeks we have taken you across a number of ways to bring business into your business uh first week we talked about just paying for them running paid traffic uh to get clients the second week we, we spoke about creating an irresistible that's the keyword an irresistible promotional event think black friday flash sales model calls giveaways last week week three we spoke about identifying who already has your dream clients there are other businesses out there that have already done all the hard work and if you can identify them bring value to their life you can trade with people who already have your clients trading with people is a, is a fantastic long-term play and today we're talking about knocking on doors knocking on doors now going old school going. we're going old school and you know what man so, sometimes old school is a new school you yeah, know it like, is. sometimes people are just like they're, they're we're burnt out on TikTok. we're burnt out on just like like business hasn't changed man i think we're always thinking about like what's the new crazy thing like man sometimes it's just the the the, the tried and true things mm -hmm. it's good to get back to the basics and and really knocking on doors is as is as as fundamental as it gets now yeah. with all of these can we address like the the elephant man, i don't know if it's an elephant in the room but like the caveat with this I mean, like as as you've been listening to the last four episodes, so last three, and now and now this one here. Um, this stuff takes time. If mm -hmm. we're talking about like getting clients, and when I say time, it, well, it takes investment of your energy, not necessarily a ton of time, but investment of your energy, your hard-earned energy, uh, or dollars in order to get clients fast. Mm -hmm. If you're trying, like, what what's that old? I don't know if it's a saying, Rachel, where it's like you can either have it. What, what is it? It's like the three options. You can either have it like uh, done oh, yeah. well, yeah. Fast, fast, or cheap. Yes. But you can only have two of those things, right? Yep. So you can't have it all. You can't have all three. You can't have it done well, it be fast and cheap. It's like if you if you want it to be done uh, cheaply and well, then it's going to take some time. You know what I yep. mean? Like there's like, like it's that whole thing. And that would be true of these things, right? Uh, that would be true. So 
today's today's one is just going to take some man hours. It's just going to it's a this is a matter of of numbers. It's a, it's a numbers game and just like showing up. Mm-hmm. It's and elbow it's one grease. Of the very first things. Elbow grease is a good way to put it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Rachel. Um, let, let's maybe start by uh, I guess framing this because knocking on doors usually happens when you first open up business and then everybody yes. forgets about it. Yeah. So, so frame thing. it up like that for us. A lot of you have already done this and you just don't remember because in that phase, it was falling under the umbrella of building my business. And so I think a lot of people forget about it because you see it as phase one of building a business. And now you might be a couple years in and you forgot how effective it was to just use your network outside of the business you've built. Use the people that you know in your everyday life that might be interested in what you have to offer. Um, I know for me, when I started as a photographer, I used my church network. I used my friends, not used, but like I reached out to those people. You know, when you throw up your business on Facebook and say, hey, I'm starting this new venture, the first people to like it are going to be all people that you know in your real life because they're trying to support you. The first people that hire you are going to people that you going to be people that you know in real life. So it's worth going back to that well a couple years in to see if you can re-up and see if there's people that are like, oh, you're still doing this. I want to do it again. Um, It's just a good reminder to show up with people that aren't just a person on a screen. Because I think that's where a lot of us do our marketing is online. And it's worth it to have those in-person interactions again. And there's a million ways to do it. Yes. Knock it on doors is essentially identifying an audience. Maybe it's one that you currently, let's we'll use the term own. Like it's an audience Mm -hmm. that you're already exposed to, you're connected with. Or it's one that you can identify Maybe they don't know you yet, but you can identify them. And then you, you go out to them and mm-hmm. you knock on doors. You know, I, I moved here to Tampa about a year ago now. And being in a new neighborhood with a new build, we, our door was always being knocked on. Because we were like, they, they identified us. They were like, here's a new home builder. I bet they need lawn care. I bet they need pest, uh, whatever mm-hmm. that's called. I bet they're interested in maybe a security system, solar, like uh, ceiling internet. driveway. Like <laughs> yeah. internet, exactly. And our door was constantly being knocked on. And some of the times I was like, yes, this is very valuable to me. Thank you. I will purchase. And then other times it gets old. Now there's a no listening sign out. But you right. get the point. Now, <laughs> yeah. the, the aim here is not to just be blindly soliciting. It's not what we're talking about. Okay? Totally. And so I heard, I, I believe, who, man, who was it? It's some marketer, some online guy. He was talking about, uh, and maybe in the mastermind in the chat, if, you, if, you, if you've heard this and you, and you know the bloke, let, let me know, remind me of the name. But he was talking about like, imagine that there are, you know, a hundred doors in front of you. And behind one of those doors is $2,000. It's right there waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Now you don't know which door it's behind. But if you knew there was $2,000 behind one of them doors, uh, how many would you open? And this is a good kind of like a mindset. Visual. Approach. Would be like, yeah. I would just, I would open, I would open all the doors until yeah. I find the two grand. Right. Yeah. And that's usually like, that's what's on the line. Usually, you know, it's mm-hmm. like wedding photographers, let's go five grand, six grand, seven. Why not? Family photographers, three. I hope it's three at mm-hmm. least. Right now, some of you listening are like, well, 300, <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. 3K, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you get the point, right? If there was $3,000 behind one of them doors, how many are you going to knock on? Mm-hmm. And so Rachel, let's, you mentioned a couple of practical yeah. approaches to this, identifying, kind of brainstorming um, all of your, your communities that you're exposed to, mm-hmm. uh, church, 
um, your uh, these rec leagues, sports, mm -hmm. uh, neighborhood pages. You know, like I'm here in this neighborhood. We have a, we have a group there, a Facebook page. Mm -hmm. um, and something else? that I am willing to do, and I probably do it every two years or so, is I will send an uh, email to my newsletter and just say, "Hey, if you like this." Um, like rather than having it in the footnote, like I always do, I make the whole email about how you can promote me for me, like how you can help out my business. I've been giving you free value four times a month for the past five years. If you could do me a favor and tell people, you know, about me, this is what I'm currently offering. This is the problem that I'm currently solving. I would love to know your people. My people are the best people. So I'm sure your people are just as good as you are, you know, um, put my name in your mouth, please. You know, that's usually the subject line when I send that email. Um, but you can even do that with your friends. Like it can be a conversation that you have and you can say, Hey, do you know anybody getting married? I would love to be referred because how it's very easy in some ways to promote online because it's not a direct ask. It feels more vague. It's a little bit harder to put yourself out there in a personal conversation and say, Hey, I would like you to refer me if you can, you know, it feels a little bit like next level of a favor, but people want to support you, especially people who have paid you already. My past clients love to tell people about me. They just need a reminder sometimes, you know, asking for a tag on Facebook or Instagram, asking for them to send a text to their friend that just got engaged, their friend that just had a baby, you know, it's sometimes it's that simple. It just feels a little bit more difficult, I think, for some of us to do that. It's amazing what you can get when you simply ask for it. Yeah. Mind-blowing what will happen if you just ask. And the worst thing that will happen is they ignore you. Or I guess maybe the worst would be they say no. But, yeah. like, it's uh, – that's it. And we can make up all kinds of things about, like, what that means about you and how – you know, and this is what I do. Like, my, when I get the no's or, or, the, or the ghosting, you know, now I'm making up that, well, this means they didn't have a good experience. And this means right. that they don't like me. And this means – it doesn't mean shit. It doesn't Sometimes mean nothing busy. about you. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes they didn't even get the damn email because somebody right. set up a filter on their, you know, oh, sorry, I'm thinking about Zoom here. And, true, uh, true, true. <laughs> anyhow, so, um, you know, this a lot of times, uh, this is advice I give when photographers, like, they'll say, hey, Ben, I'm moving. I'm moving to a new location. I, I what, what do I do? So step one is go back and, and, and knock on doors. Ask. Like, just reach out to your list. And one of my favorite things to do whenever I'm doing this type of a move is is to actually be vulnerable and i think mm -hmm. that's a hard thing for us to do is totally. is to let people know like that we do need help and so it's a little easier when you're in a move because people they empathize with it they get it mm -hmm. so you could say i'm moving to a new location and you know it's gonna be a big step for the family and i don't have many connections there if you would know anyone who would be interested in a family session uh you know or whatever it is um or have any connections uh, in, into the creative industry, uh, down in this new location, you know, please let me know. It would mean the world to me, you know, like that type of a thing is easier to do. I think when you're moving, but it, you can do it just as well. If you're not moving, you know, hi, Absolutely. I'm going on, on year four of my business and it's been really exciting and fun. And, uh, you know, I'm just noticing things are getting a little bit harder uh, over the last few months. And I just wanted to reach out because I was curious if you would know anyone who would, who would value having their family photographs taken by me. You know, like that's it. It's when you can express vulnerability in the midst of the ask, um, authentic vulnerability too, by the way, mm -hmm. not like mm -hmm. holding the crying baby kind of fake vulnerability. <laughs> right. right. Uh, 
it, it can really um it can really go far really go absolutely far. and you have to remember you are a small business like people want to support you. People want to see the little guys succeed, especially right now in the climate of the economy and all of that. People, if the, all that you're asking them is to refer you, that's such a small ask um, in the grand scheme of things, especially when you're not asking them to part with their dollars. You're just asking for an introduction. Um, it just can go a really long way. Something that I want you to talk about, Ben, because I remember hearing you talk about this philosophy years ago before we were doing this. Um, I think you were on a podcast, but using Instagram and searching Instagram as a way to find people who might be in the market for yeah. services. Um, you would send voice memos, I think, to people. Like, I don't hmm. remember how you did it, but I think you do. So talk about yeah, that a little yeah, yeah. bit. Yeah, you're combining a couple of the things that I've that I've done and kind of putting into one thing. So we'll we'll, we'll straighten Just out a little roll bit. With yeah, it. you're right on. So um, you know, so far we've been addressing knocking on the doors that we currently again I use the terminology own. Like we have access to these communities, friendships, uh, relationship that already exists. Mm -hmm. Well, you can also go out and identify communities that that could use your service, and then you can bring them value. And in the process of bringing them value, they just might want to thank you for it. You know, and so one of the ways that you can do this, we'll go with the, the example of a wedding photographer. Um, you can you can do some initial research and consider where are people spending time, where are they like physical locations, where might they be or what might they be searching for online before they need me? Like so for a wedding photographer, that might be um, wedding. Uh, let's go with proposal sites right? Like, like places to propose, you know, so you might uh, do a search on Google. That's like best places to propose in Tampa, Florida. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then you identify a couple key locations and then you can search on Instagram for those geotags. All right. So who is tagging, you know, central park. I'm just making up names here. Who's yeah. tagging central park. Okay. So you can go and who tagged central park over the last seven days. And then I just scroll through the feed who tagged them in these pictures. And I look for proposals. I look for guys on their knees. I look for fingers out with rings uh, and you'll find them. You can look up like most romantic locations for dates. If you're not seeing like stuff that you're looking for, for proposals, like most romantic date night locations, most romantic date night restaurants, start searching those geotags, search for the photographs of the people that look like that, like that looks like a sparkle in her eye, mm -hmm. click on the picture and it'll be like, OMG, I said yes, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and then from there, uh, you know, one of the moves that I like to do is, my, you know, my wife and I, we go on date every Wednesday. So tonight actually is our date night. Okay. So this evening. And so I like to identify places that I've been, you know, that we go to. And so I may send that person a DM. Okay. Remember, this is a numbers game. They may not see it. They may not, they may ignore it, whatever it is. So I might like their posts or like the posts that they got engaged. I may send them a DM. Say, OMG, your, your image to sh uh, showed up on my discovery feed of you guys at the Central Park. It's my wife and I favorite location for date night. Um, I saw you engage. Here's a couple uh, resources. I've been in the industry for five years. Here's, here's my favorite three vendors. Uh, here's my favorite planner, my favorite florist, and my favorite uh, you know, DJ or something like that, right? And I'll just send them over their Instagram accounts. I won't say nothing about me. I won't try to ask them if I can photograph. But I don't do anything else. I will just send be them helpful. value. Yes, I'll just yes. be helpful, right? Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, my page will be full of photographs and images mm -hmm. and it's a photography account, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you start doing that, 
and you have your bio optimized, meaning that you're uh, like, there's a few things that would optimize a bio, but like my name is actually, it's going to include the location. So they know that I'm a local photographer in the area that I'm going to be sending them to further additional resources for help to capture them mm -hmm. on my website. And so maybe I have on my bio, my link is to, you know, the top 10 locations for engagement pictures in Tampa, Florida. And then it's just a link directly to my blog that has my top 10 locations. Yep. Right. So I'm going to be further help right there. Again, just nurturing that person. Mm -hmm. And then it's, it's absolutely shocking the amount of times that people will reply back with a DM uh, with an ask, with a request, with a curiosity, uh, or just go to the website and they find me on Instagram just from prospecting. Right. That's really what this is. Yeah. It's this is the virtual version of knocking on a hundred doors. And yes. this is the elbow grease. You know, you might never hear from 99 of these people, but if one person is interested, that is worthy of your time. And it is as simple. I mean, you should personalize it a little bit, but it is as simple as copying and pasting like messages to people while you're watching a show at night, if you want, yep. you know, and you it's worth replies. it. Yep. Totally. Yep. So you just, it's, it's a copy paste. It's saved right there. I just, you know, I type yeah. in my two little letters, then bloop. Yeah. I, I personally think this is one of the smartest ways to get clients. I heard that Ben talking about this in 2018 and I still remember it. Angela, Angela in over in the mass mind, just says hundred percent booked a wedding by prospecting on Instagram, just like this. My Brilliant. buddy Ben Adams, one of his things that he does, it's like a version of prospecting. It's even more low key. I freaking love it. He will. So he produces really helpful resources, right? So mm -hmm. he'll just before he releases that article, let's say the, the top 10, you know, engagement locations in Tampa, right? So he puts together that, that article. Uh, he publishes it. He announces it on Instagram and his stories and in a post mm -hmm. and maybe in a reel. And the day that he does that, he goes, <laughs> this is so brilliant. He goes through his competitors and then he follows all of their clients. And then they see Ben followed them, you know, there is, and then they like, then they also notice the helpful resource uh in that he has and they click on it and now they're over on Ben's. it's so good it's just it's it's a, so smart it's playing the game yeah, i have a competitor that does that because every time i click on any of my clients she's following them and i'm like smart yeah. you should be <laughs> yeah it's just smart man it's just yeah. smart because you're not doing anything you're not messaging them you're just like hey letting them come to you if they want to and totally i digress uh, that's a, that's a great one that you can do. And so if you are not a wedding photographer, you know, let's go with like, uh, you're a pet photographer, maybe you identify a, um, maybe there's a, uh, a, 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 like a high-end dog park. I don't, I don't know if yeah. that exists, uh, or, you know, something along those lines, or, or even a local pet store where you can get food and toys and you look at who's you know following them. Especially like the there's bougie pet stores, oh, right? So like, there's one right across the street from us, and I'm like, how are you going to charge double what Amazon charges for our pet food? <laughs> yep. And so who's tagging the bougie pet store, right? Yeah. And then identifying or who following those people them. Are. Yep. Omg, I saw your fur baby fur baby pop up on, and then you connect it to the pet store, so mm -hmm. they know you're local and you're. Yeah. Uh, you two absolutely deserve to have you know incredible photographs. I don't know what you'd say. Same exactly, thing with like, toy stores though, and kids like people who have families. You can see who's tagging them. Yep. Yeah. There's so many so ways. Get creative. Knocking on doors. Yeah. Uh, again, this is one that I think we, we, we just put off. We forget, we do it when mm -hmm. we first started and then we forget about the power that it had. 
uh, later on. I think a lot of times too, we think we're better than it. Like we don't yeah. need this. <laughs> I was just going to say, I, it's I, a, candidly, this is a little vulnerable and it's a little annoying. And I yes. think for me, sometimes I'm like, I'm above this. Like I'm past this phase of my life. We're never past it until <laughs> you are a multi-billion dollar company. People don't know you and they won't. Yeah. And they, as, as much as I know and believe that you are all unique snowflakes in this world there's a lot of us and we look similar to the untrained eye so it's there's no shame in the game of reminding people that you're around and you're still doing this one more just came to mind as we were talking about this go ahead just other other existing facebook groups right yeah like the the facebook communities that are online and people have mm -hmm. questions and they're mm -hmm. dropping comments and ideas and stuff um community groups uh neighborhood groups um, mom groups, right? Like, I want to hear those... somebody telling me that you got a lead from next door. That's my goal for you guys. Oh, like the app? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I only, I just like to look at the like police reports. On I there. know. Same, so, but I'm saying yeah. like, if somebody can get a lead from next door, that would be phenomenal. I love it. Yeah. But those are all, those are all right for the picking. So, yeah. and then again, it's a numbers game. The amount of, I, I love, I'm in, I'm in a number of groups and I love seeing the same people over and over just hustling, in and saying hustling. i'm here i'm here i knew i i exactly i just love seeing the hustle this Anyhow. is like the gary v episode like this is the advice gary v would give you if you were struggling yeah. for leads. <laughs> like well, again, just keep the, trying if the, if the alternative is you sitting on your hands and complaining mm -hmm. then absolutely I think this, is, this is actually an, an appropriate uh, alternative to that mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. All right, my friends, thanks for being here. Thanks for hanging out for, for four parts of this whole thing. Uh, I'm curious to know if you happen to the mastermind group, I'd love to know which was your favorite part, part one, two, three, or four uh, here on our four part series. So yeah, definitely let me know, benhartley.com forward slash mastermind. Uh, and I'd love to see you there. Rachel, you wanna sign us off? Yes, until next time, please be kind to yourself. And keep showing up. Bye, everybody.